0: The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.
1: And good Tuesday morning and welcome to another edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX, FM with yours, truly, Neville James. It's a beautiful day in Paris. Upper 70s, you know what I'm saying? Nice. This is where you want to be, you know what I'm saying? Heaven on earth this time of year, you know what I'm saying? There's always heaven, you know what I'm saying, down here, but uh, we had a, a a rough patch there. <coughs> in september and and october with the heat my son wow so i would be glad now in the morning when, you know what I mean? you wake up and you're gonna worry about uh the humidity acting up and uh, undermining a perfect shower you know what i'm saying so uh that ain't happening around now i gonna happen i put safe on 90 90 to 120 days you know maybe sometime in april Uh, We'll see what's going on. Yo, time flying. You know what I'm saying? Time ain't waiting for nobody. 2024? 13 days away. Wow. Anyway, we got a great show coming up. I think Connect VI. I'm interested in talking to them. And uh, we'll we'll, uh, have a a good conversation with them. Connect VI, Initiative Challenges and Opportunities. Um... And then, um, I think that's Liberty, right? I mean, i gonna find, find out a bit, find out what I'm soon. And then, uh, um, Dr. Lauren Olinger, uh, UVA Center for Marina Environmental Studies, gonna be joining us, uh, in a little bit. Okay, so, um, I believe uh, Connect VI, uh, is on the line. Um, good morning. Good morning. Who am I speaking with? No, they're better good. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Good
1: morning. How are you? Good, good. Good. Who am I speaking who am I speaking with?
2: You're speaking to Tommy Dardet, um communications consultant for Liberty. I have on the line Ricky Portella, who is the Vice President of Pentacle Operations for Liberty. I also have Wanda Perez, who's legal counsel. And I have um, Gigi Ramirez-Darellano, Darellano who is Senior Director for Communications.
1: Okay. And your your name is?
2: My name is Tommy, Tommy Dardell.
1: Tommy Dardell?
2: dardet yes.
1: dardet okay. I
2: won't I won't be speaking on the interview, only the other the
1: the other three people that I just mentioned. Okay, okay, good. So um, Are you Mr. Jing? Yes I am. Okay, great. <laughs> okay,
2: good,
1: good. Thank you for, for having us this morning. Not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, Mr. Ricky Portella, Vice President of Technical yes. Operations. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Mr. James. How are How you? How are
1: you doing? I'm doing well. I'm All doing right. well. I'm doing well. Ms. Uh, Wanda Perez, abogada. Uh, yes. <laughs>
3: Actually, government, government Affairs Council.
1: Government Affairs Council. Good morning. Glad yes. to have you on. Um, good morning. Good morning. Um, Gigi Ramirez de Arellano. Morning. <laughs>
3: that's, a, that's a mouthful.
4: <laughs> Hi. Very good morning to you.
1: Okay, good. Is Catherine King join, Catherine Kling joining us this morning or not? She is not. She is out. Uh, she
4: was, but
1: she's not available, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. okay, good. So, uh, good morning, uh, Mr. Portela, Ms. Perez. Uh, Mr. Ramirez de Arellano. Glad to have all three good of you on this morning.
3: Thank you, good morning
1: to you. Okay, good. And Thank you, Mr. Dardet for uh, the introduction. So, I'm going to just uh, turn it over to you. Um, who's going to speak first? Uh, Mr. Portela, Ms. Perez, or Ms. Ramirez? Uh, I think I
2: can speak first. Okay, go right ahead. I start then? Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to have us uh, today in your program. I think it's very important that we mention that the uh, Connect USVI opportunity is based uh, uh, due to that uh, a couple of years ago we had uh, Hurricane Maria and Inman. They impacted uh, the US Islands and Puerto Rico. Very uh, it did a very big impact in the uh, communication infrastructure. Uh, the FCC decided to invest money to give uh, a resilient uh, network uh, to the USBI. And this program is a excellent opportunity uh, to upgrade the internet network thanks to the Connect USBI program. Uh, the program uh, for USBI is to construct a 100% of the network in fiber to the home and fiber to the business. This will make uh, the USBI probably the only the only location of the United States that has a complete fiber network. So this project is uh, very important. It undergoes uh, it once it's finally completed. It's 85% of the fiber will be on the ground, so nothing will happen when a hurricane comes, and only 15% aerial. area. It will cover the complete uh, population of uh, San Thomas, San John, and San Croix that are approximately uh, uh, 95,000 home passes. Uh, For us, it's a very important program. We have had uh, a lot of challenges in the program due to permitting. So we will appreciate if the permitting process could be easier and faster. We have uh, designed, time, walk out, uh, walk out and design approximately 34,000 home passes already. And uh, we have submitted uh, to DPW 81 permits for a total of uh, 20,000 home passes. Of those, we only have been approved uh, 11 permits for a total of 2,000 home passes. So uh, it's delaying uh, the process of construction for us, actually. uh, This program started on 2022. For 2022, we should have built. 10,000 home passes in USDI, and in 2023, we should have built 12,000 home passes. And right now, we have not built uh, nothing due to the permitting issues. We just got a couple of permits by the end of uh, this year, and we started constructing uh, those home half passes in San Croix in the area called Williams Delight. Nevertheless, uh, we were able to get uh, some permits uh, for uh, new site build towers. Uh, those permits that were approved uh, were for the Green K uh, new site build, for the Ballyfancy new site build, and Claremont that are uh, communi- mobile communication towers we are ready to complete by the end of december now uh, those three new towers for communication that will improve the drop calls and the communications around the island but we were able to maximize that construction and we have already some friendlies in the areas of claremont which we're providing fiber to the home to those people in the claremont area i think uh this uh, Connect USBI uh, is a very important opportunity. It's a project that entails 34 million dollars of infrastructure provided by the Federal Communication and our company also. Uh, it will provide the USBI citizens to be able to work, study, and and be more efficient from home. Also, provides a great opportunity for businesses. And, uh, and businesses to come to the island because you're going to have the best network around. So that's a brief summary of uh, of the project, if you have any questions.
1: This this, this is a, a landline and Internet-based project, correct?
2: Yes. Uh, we are burying a fiber on the ground and on our area, so it's a physical landline.
1: Yeah, physical, online. Okay,
2: good. And you will be, you will have to be able to get speeds, symmetrical speeds of more than one gig down and up. Right now, uh, the speeds provided in the island are 50-80 uh, and are in uh, fixed wireless, which uh, they get interrupted by by trees, by rain, etc. With uh, the landline you will get above
1: uh, one gig uh, uh, speed symmetrically. Okay. So this is a, a internet-based uh, um, project, right? Yes. This, this is the focus? Internet service, right?
2: Yes. It's, yes, it's internet, but through
1: the fiber, you can uh, provide uh, internet, uh, telephony, and also video. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, Ms. Perez, What's been the legal challenges um, that uh, Connect VI uh, has faced so far, Mr. Uh, Portella spoke of the permitting process. Has there been any legal challenges that uh, you've had to overcome um, so far? So, thank, thank
3: you for the question. There are actually two programs. So Mr. Portela spoke uh, about Connect VSI and a little bit about the first that program. So the new site bill that he's mentioning. Are for uh, the FirstNet program, where we have a commitment with the FirstNet Authority to provide certain new site fields in in the three islands. So the three he's mentioning are in the Saint Croix area. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the part of the issue of I mean, FirstNet is first directed to provide service to um, uh, first responders in emergencies. And also provide coverage but the main purpose is to make sure that first responders have uh, a direct and um, uh, a direct line of communication during uh, emergencies that is not congested so that's it's very important for the island the areas where we're putting the inside bills don't have first net coverage so if any emergency occurs then the First responders would have to go through regular uh, communication lines, with, which might be congested and which might not allow them to connect. So, after explaining that, uh, the, the legal challenges here are that the Connect to program and the First step program need fiber to work, need to, need, uh, need to allow us to bury fiber in order to work for the connect usdi program as Ricky mentioned we need to build 40% of all our construction by 2024 60% by 2025 80% by 2026 and uh with project completion by 2027 these are STC established milestones so as you know with any federal funding uh the, the milestones are very strict now we have requested permitting from DPW to allow us to bury that fiber in the places where we need to go. That unfortunately hasn't happened at the pace we needed to. Um, so that's one of the, of the biggest challenges we are having right now. We have had communications with, uh, DPW and with multiple people at the agency. Unfortunately, the permitting is not coming out at the rate we need it. Um, that's, that's one of the problems. As, as Mr. Portela mentioned, 85% of the program is going to be underground, but 15% is going to be aerial. So, for aerial installations, we need pole attachment rights from WAPA. That hasn't happened either. Unfortunately, we've been in communications with WAPA uh, leadership for more than a year, and they haven't been able to provide us with a full attachment agreement or full attachment rights. This, of course, is putting our uh, both projects in jeopardy of in compliance, which is very bad, given the fact that the connected SVI $85 million that uh, Ricky mentioned, are specifically directed to provide this essential service to the Virgin Islanders. Um, so it, it, it would be bad for everyone if, if we don't meet this these commitments. As well as the first net committee, mm. so right now we are just basically trying to keep on uh, following up and talking to DPW and talking to WAPA to see if they can provide the required permitting for us to con- to continue con- uh, building. We have the materials, we have the uh, people to build. We just need the administrative,
1: uh branch to to get their act together and to allow us to to build. Okay. You, um uh, you, let, you, let me uh, Mr. Mr. Portello I I'll I'll get back to you in a second because I wanna find out about uh Saint Thomas and Saint John. But I wanna ask Miss um, uh Ramirez uh a question in terms of uh sales because she is uh uh a commercial sales uh director. Um how 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 are things going um uh in the Virgin Islands with Liberty. Um I know uh we've been hearing a number of uh customers they've had a concern um with um service, what have you, and I know that's on the that's on the that that's more on the cell phone side. But in general, how how are things going with um sales for Liberty in okay. Virgin Islands? Okay, I, I can take the question
4: even though I am not <clears throat> the commercial lead, I am the corporate communications
1: director. Oh, co- okay, corporate communications okay.
4: Okay. Yeah, but um, so you are probably probably referring to the migration from yeah, the previous owner and provider to, to our new system. Okay, so as you know, we acquired the operations from at and in 2020. Mm-hmm. And since then, we have been in the transition process. We have been building our own back-end systems because, of course, we have to get out of, of at and Right now, they are the ones that uh, do our customer management. They do billing, et cetera. That's why you keep getting AT&T branded um, uh, communications. So We have been building our own and we have started to transfer or to migrate uh, those customers to our own system. With any transition, this you know, is technology, of course, there will be some challenges and and we recognize uh, customers have had inconveniences and we're like very very sorry about that um, but you know our intent is to make this as seamless as possible we are working super super hard to get um, everybody's um, if when they have an issue solved uh, there are certain things that customers can do to to make the the migration um, easier and and more successful. There's uh, some indications that we send the customer when they are about to be migrated. Um, And a lot of times what happens is they they, um, are left, their service is interrupted because maybe their uh, phone's operating system is not up to date, it, maybe they have received uh, some some communications from Liberty indicating they need to change the phone because it might not be compatible or to reconfigure the phone. So once we do those simple things, most customers um, get their service and, and they have no further issues. But <clears throat> you know, we are uh, working hard with it. We we recognize there there are challenges and and we appreciate the customers that have been. Very
1: patient and very uh, loyal, so we are very, very grateful for that. Okay, we'll take a break. Uh, we got Connect VI uh, here joining us this morning. We'll be back right after this.
5: A nation at odds. The country is more divided, certainly
0: along partisan lines.
5: The divide is much more about our feelings about each other. We are angry
0: at one another. The hyper-partisanship, the culture war stuff is breaking up our ability to go together. We explore
5: what's driving
0: our conflicts.
5: How many of you believe that the election was stolen and whether we can come together?
0: America at a Crossroads airs December 19th at 10 p.m. on WTJX-TV channel 12.
3: Experience the magic of the Crucian Christmas four-day serenade. Join the legendary Stanley and attend Sleepless Nights for a two-night celebration like no other. On Saturday, December 23rd and Sunday, December 24th, from the stroke of midnight until the first light of dawn, local Christmas tunes, rhythmic dancing, and the joy of holidays light up the street of Sincroy. Each night begins at Ginger Thomas, heading east on Saturday, then west on Sunday. Set your alarms, gather your friends and family, and create unforgettable memories with Stanley and the 10 sleepless nights in the Cruisin Christmas Four Day Serenade.
2: One night, one night, one night and
1: if only life had a remote control, you could pause or rewind. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. Take the one-minute risk test today at DoIAhavePreDiabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners.
0: Member FDIC.
1: <laughs> and we're back here to analyze this. Uh, we've got uh, the folks from Liberty uh, Media uh, joining us this morning. Uh, Mr. Ricky Portella, the Vice President. Uh, for technical operations, Miss Wanda Perez, uh, legal counsel, and Ms., Um Giovanna Gigi Ramirez de Arellano, and she is uh, corporate uh, communications. I want to thank all three of you for joining us this morning. Thank you for joining us this morning.
2: Uh, good morning, yes, thank
1: you. Okay, good. So, Mr. Portella, you wanted to chime in, uh, after Miss um, Miss uh, Perez spoke, you wanted to. There was something yes. you wanted to say.
2: Yes, yes. I just wanted to highlight that the fiber to the home and fiber to the business uh, program that we're we'll building is very important because if you lose power in your house and you have a generator and you you turn on your generator, you will never lose the service. Because uh, fiber, it's a uh, we have from our head end where the information is going out to your house. From there to your house, there's only fiber. There's no any there's no any active equipment. So there's no not an equipment that needs electricity to operate. So we our head ends where the our equipment is. We have uh, generators as backup. And if you have a generator in your house, when the power goes out, you don't lose service. So you will always have service of Internet uh, and communications uh, with the new fiber to the home and fiber to the business that we're constructing.
1: Okay, that's good. Talk about St. Thomas and St. John, please, in terms of timeline.
2: Uh, well, St. Thomas and St. Jones in terms of timeline, it's a, a little bit delayed due to the permitting. Mm-hmm. We started uh, uh, on the East Coast, uh, and we have uh, been constructing some of the areas there. But we don't have enough permits to construct, to have a, a complete clue in order for them to to construct perfectly. So uh, we need enough permits in order to construct. But we have done a lot of walkouts in St. Thomas and submitted permits. So once they are approved, we can start building there. That's why we're focusing on St. Croix, because the permitting approval in St. Croix has, has been a little bit faster.
1: Okay, so um, as it stands right now, um, permitting is the issue, um, not only for St. Croix, but also even more so for St. Thomas and St. John.
2: That is correct. And let me let me explain you a little bit. Okay. In terms of, of construction as a company, we're ready to build very fast. For you to have a, a, a picture, this this project, the complete project, uh, we're talking about forty six to forty eight thousand home passes in six years, which we have delayed two already. But on top, we have the capacity for you to compare in Puerto Rico this year. We're constructing in one year 50,000 home passes. So we're constructing all the USBI in one year in Puerto Rico. So uh, with that, I tell you that we have the infrastructure, the capacity, the, uh, the knowledge, etcetera to do this project very fast in USBI but we're not getting the, the response of the permitting agencies in order for us to deliver the project to to the USBI landers fast enough by by December this year 22 thousand people from the USBI would be uh, enjoying internet uh, at high speed. And they're not because we haven't been able to get permits.
1: Um, so this is a Department of Planning and Natural Resources?
2: No. It, it's interesting because uh, DPNR, at the beginning, it was said that DPNR will take longer to approve. But DPNR approved all our permits very fa- fast. The bottleneck right now, um, we've been working with the coffee mission it's DPw that's our bottleneck there
1: department of public or, War- department of public works is-
2: yeah department of public Works. okay and uh that's for the underground portion for the aerial portion is WAPA. and it's it's, it's interesting because i i go every week to the island and i travel around san John and san croix and san thomas and i already see that other companies are attached to the poles and to the new fiberglass poles but we don't get the permit to to get attached but the other companies are already attached so it's uh it's uh, a little bit hard to understand that
1: so you don't dpnr is not the problem the bottleneck right now is department of public works and the water and power authority
2: that is correct
1: okay good Ms. Perez, anything you wanted to um, say uh, uh, in addition to that? Um...
3: Yes, just just a couple of things. If we have been in in conversations with them for over a year, maybe like a lot longer than a year. So it's not like that we are expecting them to just give us permits. We have um, uh, agreed to everything they have asked for uh, regarding uh, warranties and inspectors and other. Uh, requests they have made that are not part of the regulation actually, but we did it in good faith in order to get uh, the permitting rolling. It's, it's also important to note that this plan goes in hand with the uh, Vision 2040 plan of Governor uh, Albert Bryant um, Vision Plan which uh, where he wants to bring people back to the USVI, so one of the things they found is that they people people needed better internet connection in order to work from the islands and to return home to work from there. So that's part of the vision plan. And in federal money, the BE, which is another federal program, they're asking the federal government money for digital economy transformation, which would allow people to come back. But for that to work, they need the fiber, they need the network. So it it doesn't matter if people come back now; they will have the same service as they as they did before. They won't have the FCC approved um, resi- resilient fiber to the home network, which will uh, reach 100% of locations, making the USVI probably the better equipped um, territory or jurisdiction in uh, the whole United States. In terms of,
1: of economic development: Okay. now the funding for, the funding for this project you said is, is uh, 30 plus million.
3: The funding for SCI is 84 million from the FCC and uh, another big chunk from private
1: investment. Okay, so the, the total is, is, is the total is 84 or the total is over 100 million.
2: The, the total is way above the eighty-four. Yeah. Okay. And 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 it's uh, like when I mentioned from the business perspective, uh, this is a project that can transform uh, the territory into a Caribbean technology hub, which could in 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 turn also create jobs, improve education, expand tourism opportunity. And, and connect USBI with other markets around the world. So it's a it's a very important uh, very important project.
1: Okay, okay. Now um, the Virgin Islands um, Next Generation Network VINGN. What's your relationship with them? Uh, uh,
2: we have a relation of business. They provide some uh, circuits for us.
1: And uh, that's it. So aside from what they provide for you, that's pretty much the nature of your relationship?
2: Yes.
1: Okay. Okay, good. Um, Ms. Corporate Communications, good morning once again. How are you? <laughs>
4: good morning. I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Good. Any employment opportunities for virgin Islands?
4: We have kept growing um, our team over there. So since the beginning, and, and we said it when we came in the market, our we have three areas of focus, which is our employees, our customers, and our communities. And in each one of those um, areas, we have <clears throat> done a lot. So <clears throat> our team keeps growing. I, I don't know right now uh, if there are um, positions open, but the, I know recently we have had so we keep, you know, it's it's open all the time. We keep um, adding. Um, and uh, in terms of customers, of course, we, you know, like I said, like I explained before, the migration has a, a deadline, right? We we will get through this. And what we want is, is for people to have the patience to go through it with us, and, and it will be great. The The future is bright. We'll have more flexibility to do better offers, more targeted to, to the market. So we think that, you know, the future will be bright. Uh, and in terms of communities, we we have been a member of the community since the beginning. We have a, our Liberty Foundation that has been uh, very active um, in the market. Just um, last week, we gave our this year's donation from our golf tournament, which was $60,000, to... Six organizations, Um, and in total, since we entered the market, we have awarded almost $340,000 to different organizations um, in in the territory. So we're very committed. Um, You know, like I said, I know right now there may be challenges, but it's all going to be for the better. So we're, we're very excited for the future.
2: And yeah, Mr. James, if I can add to what Giovanna uh, just said, in terms of position, we have right now like three to four open positions in retail and stores. Uh, also, we have uh, in the construction part uh, uh, an inspector position open in San Thomas. We also have in operations like three positions open between San Thomas and Ta- San Croix. And this uh this project, uh, construction project, we are using uh, local contractors and as they as we grow in the project and in permit, they will grow in work also, and there's a new area of opportunity that is uh the installations of the fiber to the home that we have been uh, in conversation already with four local companies. Uh, to take so they can do all the installations to the home also. So there's a lot of uh, opportunities in terms of uh, jobs, uh, creating jobs internally in the company and companies that can be created in order to supply services for us. Indirect jobs,
4: yeah. Yes, indirect jobs. And
2: our team is, is super engaged. You know, they're they're happy
4: employees. They're they're looking forward to precisely getting
1: all these permits so we can do more. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're part of, of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Oh, well, We're glad that uh, you um, consider yourselves to be a part of us and, uh, and we're looking forward to a healthy relationship. Now, um, the Internet uh, the Infrastructure Act uh, or the Infrastructure Act of the Biden administration um does that include uh, uh, Internet, or is that where this funding is coming from?
3: So, the Infrastructure Act, no, it, uh, the Connected SBI funding came way before, uh, right after Hurricane Irma and Maria. So, that's a, a different uh, bunch of money. Now, with the uh, Biden administration's plan, Internet for All Plan, the USVI received $27 million dollars in funding for different uh, broadband activities. So since the build-out is going to be done already by ConnectUSBI
4: mm-hmm.
3: money, and 100% of the island is going to, of the territory is gonna be covered, this money is has to be directed to different options. So one of the alternatives is to provide subsidies to the people and the usbi has provided a plan that is going to be um, reviewed by ncia the national telecommunications administration agency um in order to see if it's approved so so that's a different amount of money that is also going to be the the virgin Islanders are also going to be able to benefit from it but from a different perspective education uh digital literacy um, Work development, etc. But for that, you definitely need to to have the network ready. So it goes hand in hand. The benefit goes hand in hand. You need to get the, the the network done, and then you can use that additional money to educate people, to get people working from the island, to bring to bring people back. So it's really a shame that Connect to SBI is in jeopardy right now, because otherwise the the BEAT funding, the the infrastructure funding is, is not going to be able to 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 we're not going to be able to use it to the best of the, the Virgin Islanders' ability and to the best of their benefit. And I also wanted to add a little bit about VINGN. As Mr Cortella said, our working relationship we have a very good working relationship and we have direct contact with Mr. Adams. Um now there's a little bit of confusion about if we can use, how much we can use VINGN and why don't we use BINGN, and I want to clarify that. Our SBI funding has very strict commitments in terms of resiliency and in terms of what we build. So we have to build the network. We can't just use VINGN. We, we are using BINGN where we have to right now, where we don't have a network, but this construction has to be done. Otherwise, the Virgin Islanders will will lose the the opportunity
1: to have this great network and be top notch, uh, have top notch broadband service in all the territories, and it it would really be a shame. Okay, um, we have a call in the line with a with, with, with a with a question, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna go to the break because uh, we're, we're we're close to the break right now. So what we'll do is we'll take a break. We've got uh, Connect VI. Our representatives here uh, from Liberty uh, Media uh, joining us, um, Mr. Fortella and Ms. Perez and Ms. Ramirez. De well, we'll take a break, we'll come back, and then we'll take the call um, from the listener. Be back right after this here and Analyze This.
5: can be an incredibly personal experience a song can inspire you it can comfort you It can make you feel understood it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life and it all begins with the artist join me reina duras as i get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on world cafe
0: weekdays at 10 p.m on wtjxfm 93.1
2: mornings we're here for you with weekend edition 2 hours of news interviews new music new books rattling good stories interesting people challenging analysis laughs
0: air shows and donkey rides for the kids so come along with us weekend edition saturday mornings from NPR news weekend edition saturdays at 8am on WTJX FM 93.1 far to the north There's a winter wonderland, famous the world over, where lights dance in a star-filled sky, where the sun shines in the middle of the night. Up here, the land is always changing, bringing drama and wonder. This is Lapland, a place so full of magic, it's even said to be the home of Santa Claus. Tune in December 20th at 9pm on WTJX TV Channel 12.
5: With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Ayesha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News.
0: Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.
1: Come back uh, to analyze this. Having a great conversation with the folks from uh, Liberty and uh, Connect VI initiative, um, its challenges and opportunities um, here on Analyze. We're speaking with Mr. Ricky Portella, Vice President of Technical Operations, Ms. Wanda Perez, she is the legal counsel, and Ms. Giovanna Gigi Ramirez de Arellano, she is the corporate communications director. We have a caller on the line. Good morning, caller. How are you?
5: I'm doing well. How are you
1: today? I'm doing well. you have a question for the... Uh,
5: yes, I do. Liberty. I do have a question. Thank you um, mm-hmm. to the people that are here to give us background information and updates mm-hmm. on the system. Um, uh, they've given us some information about the funding and the deadlines and whatever. But my question is, if the monies are in place, are, are, or have been allotted, and a deadline is in place, and you have plans, why... For one thing, I don't understand how an entity like Guambo can just not comply what's going on you said that you've been working with them for over a year and that you still haven't gotten anywhere with them and the other part of that is are you asking the public for help at some point I mean just you're coming on air talking about it so are you what can the public do to put more pressure on Marfa to work with you so, so that these projects can come to fruition
1: And be- before, you answer oh. that que- before you answer that question uh, I-, I do want to say that I will be reaching out to the Water and Power Authority and the Department of Public Works so that they can respond to what Liberty is saying this morning? Liberty, go, ra- go right ahead.
3: Yes, so thank you so much for that question. We are actually, uh, our call form is talk to your uh, senators, you know, talk to the people you know in the government, explain to them what you've heard today about the importance of the program to see if that can help. Uh, Get things moving along. We have tried from our side, and as, as you mentioned, the money has been allotted. Uh, we we have approval from BSC. We have materials. We have construction personnel. We have everything. The reason why we we are not getting the permit, we 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 don't know. Um, in in terms of WAPA, they they first mentioned that they were working on the agreement. Then they said that they were doing um, an inventory. Then they had to uh, uh, change the agreement to amend it to include additional requirements, and then they're doing still the inventory. So we are hoping that they mentioned previously that at least the St. Croix inventory was going to be done uh, uh, by the beginning of 2024. So we're hoping, you know, starting January that we can get that agreement and that we can start – attaching to WAPA polls in St. Croix. We we are crossing our fingers. But again, uh, we we are you know requesting everyone that can, you know, talk to, to people and to talk to your senators um, to see to help us out to see if we can get this project going and comply with the SEC mandated
5: milestones. Thank you for your uh, question. Uh, you need the public mm-hmm. to con- contact their senators or contact WAPA. If if, if
2: if I can add to that, uh, I would like to follow the, the procedures and process. We went uh, personally to the Public Service Commission, and we uh, stated all that we have said here. Also, we went to the Senate to a hearing, and we stated all that we have said here. And in that uh, Senate hearing, uh, uh, WAPA, P-I-N-G-N, and the other companies were there also. Uh, DPW did not go uh, that day nor send a representation to the Senate hear- hearing. So uh, they need to get involved.
1: Carla, you good with that?
5: Um, well, I'm a little confused. So you're asking the public to do what is their petition that we should sign or we should be calling senators or calling a specific
1: person at WAPA? I mean, what, well, what do well, we do? Well, let me chime in. Let me chime in here. Let me chime in here. Sure. And, and, and the, the caller is asking legitimate questions. But, um, caller, you need to give yourself some credit because here you are now asking pertinent questions with respect to white. Um, local agencies are apparently being a a deterrent to forward movement as relates to the connect VIM project. That's number one. Number two, Mm -hmm. this medium right now, what we're doing, we're, we're putting, we're putting the, 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 those agencies on notice that we're now aware of the fact that based on what Liberty is saying, that um, they are not, uh, you know, working with them to make this project happen. And, You you touched on uh, actually the most salient uh, concern, which is timeline, right? Um, Right, There there are deadlines in place, and uh, we want to make sure that the money is expended, and more importantly, that when uh, they they spend this money, that the infrastructure is put in correctly. It's not just put in to meet a deadline. You follow what I'm saying? Because we could we could spend that money, we could spend that money, right? But then if they Uh don't do if they don't do a good job. Then everybody loses out. So I've I yeah. just I just texted, I just texted the um, the chairman of the WAPA governing board, um, Mr. Kyle Fleming, who is the Energy Office Director, to let him know that um, Liberty is saying that WAPA and uh, and I haven't uh, sent any messages to DPW, but they're entitled to due process, and we we need to hear from them. Right. You know what's the reason? If in fact what Liberty is saying is accurate, and we have no reason to believe that it's not, because Liberty has mentioned that DPNR has done their part. Now we're waiting mm-hmm. on Department of Public Works and WAPA. So, and you know, we're hearing this today. So, you know, I'll, I'll do my due diligence and. Okay,
5: and, thank, uh, you. And uh, thank you, and thank you, Liberty, for using this medium to let everybody know. Yeah. Um, what's going on? Yeah. Thank
1: you. Uh, thank you for listening, and thanks for the question. Appreciate that. Okay. Okay, good. So, so you're saying, DPNR is not a problem; they're good to go. Liberty. All right. right? So so yep. so so you're waiting on DPW, um, which is ground and and WAPA which is aerial. Right? Correct. How when was the last time you communicated with these two agencies?
2: Uh, we we had uh, in November the president of uh, WAPA was in our building uh conversing. Uh, we had a meeting with uh, senator with DPW and the government on November also. We went personally there and went to the three different uh, offices and uh, expressed ourselves again on the delays and the concerns of losing the funds and not giving the USB Islander the service that they should have already there uh, built and been uh, benefited from.
1: Okay, good. Now, one of my listeners um, wants to know um, uh, if AT&T uh, was the first uh, fiber under Cito St. Croix, how is it, given that Liberty, the Liberty Purchase of AT&T is now the last to connect to the public because of lack of permits? Now, um, I, I want to make sure I get this correctly, right? Um AT&T used to be the only telephone, uh, long-distance telephone service in the Virgin Islands for a long, long time. They had a monopoly. And then other entities came in. Um, I think it was 1996, we had the Telecommunications Act, which undermined a lot of the monopolies that were in place. What did you inherit when you purchased, uh, when Liberty purchased infrastructure from um from AT&T what exactly did you uh inherit
2: Okay just just to clarify in terms of uh landlines co- going into the island mm-hmm. there's a couple of companies that provide uh, the landline going into the island there's a couple of companies so there's not only one provider
1: I I yeah, I, men- we, I, I, yeah, I mentioned that yeah yeah Okay what we bought
2: uh, from uh, AT&T was their telephone communication infrastructure, which is included equipment uh, uh, on the antennas of uh, local providers or other tower uh, providers, plus a couple of equipment in the OTNs and the stores. So we, we purchased the mobile part of the business. That 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 was what they have. The telephone communication.
1: Okay. So via is still the the landline. Epi- epi- epicenter for the Virgin Islands, right?
2: That is correct. Okay, good. Okay, good. And also you have other companies like T Mobile, yeah. etc., that provide cell businesses.
1: They provide cell businesses. Okay, good. Air Voice and all, all right. that stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Miss Miss Um Ramirez, you've been quiet. Talk to me. Tell me something. Tell give me some good news about corporate communications.
4: <laughs> well, I think I gave you a lot of good news in my, my last intervention. <laughs> but you know, the the messages that that uh Wanda and Vicky are given are the most important. I think um that the caller had a, a great question, so we're like super, super um uh, happy about that that we got to to explain in terms of the at&t i i am pretty sure but i i would like to to confirm this fact but i understand that the the, the subsea cable is not that did not um we did not acquire that so so what you are talking about um uh, that remains um uh, with at&t so, um yeah that, is, can, that is correct uh, yeah.
1: Exactly. What we what we acquired was the operations that were that they had in the U.S. Virgin Islands. So let me ask this question: AT and T has a landline presence in the Virgin Islands? What uh, is the uh, what?
2: Uh, or, 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 or 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 do they, or
1: or do they just own infrastructure here in the Virgin House? No, no. Uh, what did you mention is
2: the sub? Soup- Cables coming into the island. Yeah, the cables, That's the, ca- the,
1: the, the cables coming into the islands. Who owns those cables, to, to your knowledge?
2: Uh, those cables are owned by different companies. Different companies. Uh, Vaya,
1: okay. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. I understand it now. I understand. It now. Okay.
2: AT cable and networks. So there's a couple of companies that own the subsea cable. Yeah. What we bought is all the infrastructure in the island. Including the fiber network that they have placed in San Thomas, San John, and San Cruz. Okay, good.
1: Are you on Water Island? Uh,
2: not yet.
1: Not yet. Okay. Well, don't forget the good people on Water Island. We got people who live on Water no, Island. It's, yeah,
2: it's part of the permitting process.
1: Yeah. Okay, good. Well, you know, we've had a great conversation so far this morning. Um, I want to thank all three of you. Uh, Individuals from Liberty Media for joining us this morning. Uh, Mr. Ricky Portella, the Vice President, Ms. Wanda Perez, Legal Counsel, and uh, Ms. Gigi Ramirez de Arejano. She is uh, Corporate Communications. Any final thoughts? I'll give each of you uh, 30 seconds, starting with you ladies first. Ms. Ramirez. Thank you. No, I just want to thank you for this opportunity. I
4: think it was a very good conversation. Um, we are trying to get this message out there. So thank you for for supporting us and and helping us getting the message out. Uh, I think the most important thing here is that we want to do this project for the good of the residents of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, It it will be uh, great to have, you know, one of the few places in the world with an all-fiber network that is... I mean, everybody wants that right. Um, and the important thing is that like Ricky said, you'll have ultra fast speed and and the prices will be very accessible. So you know it's it's um it's a great project. Uh, it's an advantage that the USBI has, and it would be a shame to to see it you know not go come to fruition. So thank you for supporting us, and um, we're available anytime you want to speak about any
1: of the topics regarding liberty, we are definitely available for you. Um, and one more thing, uh, um, I just got a text message from uh, one of our listeners. Can you please ask why there is no 800 number that we can call to get in touch with them? Even the the um, star 611 number doesn't work. It's a recording and then it hangs up. So Ms. Uh, Ms. Adrian, Ms. Ramirez, could you please work on that? Mm-hmm. And let us know if there is an eight hundred number that we can contact at because the star six one one isn't working. Let me let me go no, to, no, please, let, me go to Perez, I, let me go to Ms. Perez and then let me go to Ms. Perez and come back to you, okay? Ms. Okay. Per, Ms. Okay. Perez, any any final thoughts? Thoughts and then Mr. Um, yeah, sure. Portella, um, uh, talk to your senators, write to
3: your senators, to Senator Blyden, who's the president of the Telecommunications Commission, to the governor, um, and uh, just ask them to get this uh, project going. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity for the Virgin Islanders. We, we want uh, all Virgin, Virgin Islanders to have the best internet services, and we want uh, the Vision 2024 plan to come to fruition and everyone to go back home to great,
2: great internet service. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I, I'm Mr. Portella? I'm, yeah, Mr. Portella?
2: Yes, uh, I just want to encourage all, all the USVI Islanders to seek a job with us. We have great opportunities. We have open positions. So look at uh, the website so you can uh, select uh, what position you want to try for because we have uh, job openings right now.
1: Okay, good. Thank you very much to all three of you. Um, Miss, Miss um, Ramirez, you have an 800 number?
4: Yes, the number continues to be one eight hundred three three one zero five zero zero 331 500 or 611. You don't have to put the star. Maybe that's, that,
1: that may be the problem. It's just it, 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 Well, check out the 800 number because it, it hasn't been working and it hasn't been working for over a week. So check that out, okay, and get back to us. Thank you very much to all three of you. Okay. Appreciate you. I will check that Okay, good.
5: Thank
1: you. You got it. That's uh, Liberty Media with the Connect VI Project. We'll take a break and be back right after this.
5: Ah, sometimes you need a moment to just step back relax and listen to your favorite song i'm Rena Duris, and on the next world cafe maybe i can help you find something new to love or maybe remind you of something you've been missing there's so much music out there to enjoy so take a moment take a breath and tune in to world cafe
0: weekdays
1: at 10 p.m on wtjxfm 93.1